0: Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN, 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good morning and welcome to the 29th year of the Three Tailgator Show on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgater Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters are also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Ligo. Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Porter View Restaurant at Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Eode College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport by Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Wego, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Gio's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road by Mike Sirio's Pull Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. Now here are your hosts of the Three Tailgaters Show, Ed Daniels, Sports Director of WGNO and WNOL, CrescentCitySports.com and The Clarion Herald, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans Sports Director, Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and Delgado Baseball.
1: Adam Pleasant, good morning. Merry Christmas to you one and all, and welcome to the Christmas edition of the Three Tailgaters Show here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at nashfm1061.com. Our tunein app is available for you anywhere in the world to listen in via iHeart. You can also get us via Alexa at home if you can't get radio at home. She'll take care of it for you. Of course, our podcast is available following the show to listen to it. Again, through CrescentCitySports.com. Just go to the left menu. Can't miss it. Front page. Click on podcast to do so. You can email us at a WGNO.com. Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. Or call the show at 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. We'll get into it all from the Saints to the Pelicans to LSU, Tulane, college basketball. Everything imaginable, high school sports. We'll talk about it and whatever you like to discuss. Again, it's five zero four two six zero one zero six one. Ed Daniels joining me now from WGNO and WNOL, and of course from CrescentCitySports.com, The Clarion Herald, and Ash Icon one zero six one FM. Merry Christmas,
2: Ed. Good morning. Same to you, Ken. How's it going, buddy?
1: It's going fine, man. All good. good. You know, get to this stage, it's always a good feeling, and. Of course, I'll be working today. I've already been writing stories, but then this afternoon, everyone can watch, as always, free at CrescentCitySports.com. We'll have the third-place game, followed by the championship game of the Country Day Classic, the third-place game at 3 p.m. featuring Sophie B. Wright and Archbishop Rummel, followed by the championship game at about 4.30 featuring Edna Carr against St. Thomas Moore. We'll have those games for you live, as always, free at Crescent City Sports. Dot com. Bill Gallagher will join me. Maybe Mike McGuire will too, but looking forward to that over at Patrick Gymnasium in Metairie. And we'll bring those games to you. And it's tournament time in high school basketball. We cover it all. And of course, we'll be there for the All-State Sugar Bowl National Prep Classic as well on January 3rd through the 6th at the Ilario Center. And we'll have a whole bunch of championship games for you live there too. And we'll cover the whole tournament as we always do. How's that? I said a mouthful.
2: Go for it, buddy. You know, what I'm do? you know what I'm going to do this weekend? I don't know. I am going to enjoy time with family, and uh, I'm going to uh, keep an eye on the Tampa Bay game tomorrow for a little bit. And other than that, um, I'm going to disengage.
1: I took time off yesterday evening because uh, Travis is in town and took a meet at Desi Vegas and had a wonderful time there. Thanks to our friends there and got things done. So now back to work today and then tomorrow I'm going to do what you're talking about. I'm going to go to, you know, candlelight service for Christmas Eve and then go visit family and celebrate and and Christmas Christmas day do much of the same. So yeah, I'm going to enjoy it, man. Looking forward to it. That's the idea. I am too. So very much looking forward to it. And again, high school basketball live at CrestleCitySports.com starting at 3 p.m. Today we'll have the third place game with Sophie B. Wright and Archbishop Brummel in the championship game with St. Thomas Moore and Carr at 4.30. And of course our prayers for Danny Broussard, who's recovering from open heart surgery, who's not here uh, with his team because of that. But all indications are things went well for Mm -hmm. Danny. He's a great guy and a Done a phenomenal job with over a thousand wins at that school, and, and we'll miss seeing him here. But his team is obviously very good again. So, looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing uh, St. Thomas more today against Carr. And Carr's won five in a row. They got their football players. Taurus Howard does a great job, and he's got his players now, and they're ready to give it a go today, too. So, we're looking forward to that.
2: It'd be a fun time.
1: Indeed, on the high school scene, all of that, of course, high school soccer. Well underway, you can read our report every day at CrescentCitySports.com. Some highlights early on in the season. Ursuline Girls, Newman Boys, uh, Newman Girls, rather, undefeated. Both of those sides are unbeaten on the girls' side. Very good programs to keep an eye on. Boys' side, you've got several good teams, as always, including Jesuit and St. Paul's and Holy Cross and Rummel and uh, some very good programs. Willow School, of course, is outstanding. Uh, on the boys' side of defending state champion and playing very well again. We have our wrestling reports during the week at CrescentCitySports.com. And Jesuit a defending state champion, Shaw, a defending state champion. Of course, Brother Martin, St. Paul's, Holy Cross, all very good. Again, Rumble pretty good. So there's some good wrestling sides. And then our prep basketball reports every day, boys and girls. Again, read it at CrescentCitySports.com. We do it every day for you and glad to provide that service for you so that gives you some perspective on high school sports right now wanted to talk about the whole situation surrounding lsu and mike Denbrock. texas a&m came after him with a new staff and lsu decided to pony up offered him a three-year deal more money and now he's gone anyway going to notre dame and it's it's really an interesting dynamic It may just come down to he's from there, you know, from that area, and he wanted to go home. Nobody has said anything to that effect. And the statement made by Brian Kelly didn't say anything to that effect and really didn't thank him or just moved on, just talked about how he's excited about the two guys that will take over in joint fashion for the bowl game, how excited he is for them. So it's a pretty interesting dynamic. Dan Brock's a finalist for – assistant coach of the year in the country. LSU's offense was terrific. Of course, Jane Daniels was a primary reason for that. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame for LSU because, as he said, he wanted to play in the best conference in the country, and he wanted to have a better chance to win a national championship. Recruiting-wise, Notre Dame's class is ranked one spot ahead of LSU's for 2024. Kelly going into his third year has not threatened the playoffs. And now his offense coordinator is leaving to go back to a school he worked at with Kelly previously and and leaving even though he's worked with Kelly at three different locales to go back to Notre Dame, which at best is a lateral move. I think that's fair. I think most would say maybe a slight move down only because of facilities, LSUs are far greater, and because of the conference affiliation, obviously. So don't know... Mm-hmm. All the dynamics about this, but on paper, mm-hmm. it's peculiar. And on the smell test, it doesn't smell great. Any enlightenment you can provide here?
2: Well, I mean I, I don't I, I thought it was a little bit of a curious move, but you know what? if there's a time to move on, it's a time, the time to move on is when Jaden Daniels moves on. Right, because <laughs> I don't think the LSU offense is going to be nearly as good next year. I think no. it'll be good. Okay, I think Garrett Nussmeyer is certainly um, uh, qualified to be a, a, a very good Division One SEC quarterback. I think I think Nussmeyer will do a very nice job, and you know I think getting AJ Swan is 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 going to push him without a doubt. So I think LSU's quarterback room, and with Colin Hurley coming in. Who apparently has a tremendous amount of ability. I mean, I think I think their future at quarterback is really good. Um, you know. I mean, look, we were all asking these questions about Jaden Daniels two years ago, remember? Yes. So look, you can't predict into the future. No one knows how no one knows how Garrett Nussmeyer is going to play next year. And the and and the history will tell you that. And here's why. No one knew that Joe Burrow in 2018 was gonna play like Joe Burrow did in 2019. He made a quantum leap forward. You know, Jaden Daniels from 2020, uh, from the beginning of 2022 to the end of 2022 made a quantum leap forward. Jaden Daniels in 2023, from early in the season to the end of the season, he went from very good to spectacular. Would you agree? Agreed. So, quarterbacks, even if they're experienced, you know, have a, t- have a way of developing and getting better. And I think you've got to have a coach who can help you do that. And I'm sure there's somebody out there who's willing to come to LSU for 2 million or $2.5 million a year and, and coach these guys. So, I mean, you know, I, I hate to see Mike Denbrock leave, but it's not something that the, the program can't overcome. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't know how everyone would arrive at the conclusion that with LSU, that the, the sky is falling. All right. You know, I think, still think they have a chance to get a couple of guys in the late period and certainly get into the top 10, but I, I look at this recruiting class from a few years ago that everyone was talking about all these five-star guys and you know what? None of them have played like five-star guys. Am I right?
1: That's disappointing.
2: Yeah. Disappointing. So what I'm saying is, is that, you know, whether a guy, you know, a guy's ranked this or a guy's ranked that, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I look at some, I look at some of these recruiting rankings of guys who, um, and I know I'm getting off on a tangent on guys who these national services thought were great. And frankly, I didn't think they were very good and vice versa. They had some guys rated very lowly. And I, you know, what was Justin Jefferson? Was he a five star?
1: No, he was two, but that's going two. back, but yes, uh-huh.
2: Yeah, I mean I could you know, there's a million guys that you could think about that. Justin Jefferson, Jacob Hester. I mean, I could I could go down the list of just guys who played at LSU that people grossly underrated. So I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. We don't find out about recruiting classes till two or three years from now. But the fact I, I'm not gonna buy into the to the notion that because uh, Jaden Daniels is gone, is out of eligibility, and, and and he's gone to the NFL draft, and Mike Denbrock is leaving, that the sky is falling. I'm not going to put... Uh, it is a little bit curious, Kenny, but you know what? If there's a time for an offensive coach to leave, it's, it's, it's just like Willie Fritz. As far as I'm concerned, it was perfect timing. You know, he left with Michael Pratt. I mean, you know, Larry Smith left with Rock Honest. Uh Mack Brown left with Terrence Jones. I can, I can go on and on. How many instances do you want to you uh, cite like that over the years?
1: Tommy Bowden with Sean King.
2: Tommy Bowden with Sean King. I mean, look, let's, let's go down the list. I mean, if, if you and I sat here for the next 15 minutes, we could think of 20 instances like that. Coaches are smart. They know what timing is all about. And he knows the LSU offense isn't going to be nearly as good next year. It might be good. The thing that they've got to do to be a great program is they gotta play great defense. And and that's what I wanna that to me is much more important in this offseason. What are you gonna do about that defense? And are you gonna keep Matt House here? Because if the defense doesn't improve next year, they could be a five hundred team.
1: No, I agree with all of what you said. Uh, I don't think the sky is falling. I do think it shows a little bit of a crack, though. I really do. I mean, again, you got a guy that's a finalist for Assistant Coach of the Year in America. you got an offense that was off the charts. You've got a program with unbelievable facilities. You've got a program that's won three national championships in this millennium under three different head coaches. You've got over 100,000 seats. You've got uh, the best conference in America. You've got everything essential, and you got a head coach that left – a program to be at another because he perceived it as being a better program with a better chance to win a national championship and you're losing your top guy to the school that he left that he's basically telling you is not as good as this one so and certainly doesn't have the facilities money stretching the imagination I, I just so is it falling no is it a crack I think it's a crack how big a crack I don't know mm-hmm. the answer to that I, I agree with you I think given the money at stake they can get they can get most uh, anyone they want to come in here. You got to make the right hire, because you could say the same thing about LSU's defense. You know, you should be able to get the guy you want, pay anything you want. Well, how'd that work out? Not too good. So it's not about the money; it's about who you hire, and about right, making no the question. right de- and about making the right decision. Because the money's the money. A lot of programs have money, but if you don't hire the right guys and you don't have the right players, you got a problem. So yeah, I do think it's a. It's a little bit of a crack in the armor, personally. And the fact that nobody's talked about it, Denbrock hasn't commented. Kelly's comments were all about the guys who are going to take over the offense, not about Denbrock, not like, hey, we thank him, we appreciate him, or anything else. I mean, usually when you see these things, you get mm-hmm. that kind of comment, okay? Mm-hmm. we haven't he- To this point, to be mm-hmm. fair, we haven't heard or seen that.
2: Well, you know what? Maybe there was some friction between the two during the well, season I- we did, that we didn't know. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe maybe maybe, there's something there. And I I don't know that, okay? And I don't want to sit here and speculate. And, you know, all the Notre Dame people, they're all excited today because they got this guy's leaving LSU. Well, you know, if I were Notre Dame, I'd just worry about winning some games. Because let me give you the win totals for Brian Kelly's last five seasons at Notre Dame. 10, 12, 11, 10, and 11. Yeah. He's been gone two years. They haven't won double digits in either one of those seasons. So they ought to just worry about what they're doing, okay? And, and, and they've, got, they've got so many inherent advantages there at that place. And, and, you know, they haven't won a national championship since 1989, okay? Just worry about what you're doing. Don't worry about LSU, a school that's won, you know, three national championships in the last 20 years and been in a fourth championship game.
1: And then, of course, they're going to point out the recruiting class, which is another story, because that is all about rankings. But when I say small crack, I said small crack. And maybe that's an indication. Are they recruiting as well with this staff as they have under previous staffs? At least rankings-wise, the answer to that is no. But I do like what Brian Kelly has said. He's made it clear that the focus is going to return to, to freshmen and not to transfers, number one they did a lousy job in the transfer portal this past year Mm -hmm. number two you build a successful program primarily through Mm -hmm. freshmen not through transfers who are one-year deals oftentimes Mm -hmm. so i did like that comment secondly Mm -hmm. one of the things he's focused on and this is brian kelly's Mm -hmm. strength Mm -hmm. is offensive line he's got a really good class of offensive linemen coming in Excellent. next year. Excellent, So that's the, str- that's the strength of this class. That's how he built the Notre Dame program into being what it was to be good up front. Well, let's be perfectly clear. Right now, LSU is very good up front on offense. Look at what they've got coming back on the offensive line. And now they're adding uh, mm. another really good layer. So they'll be good there. That mm. is going to help Garrett Nussmeyer, OK? Garrett Nussmeyer isn't going to be Jane Daniels, and nobody is. Nobody's Mm going to be able to run like that guy did. Nobody. But Garrett Mm -hmm. Nussmeyer is a pure passer. And if he improves his accuracy and decision-making, he can Mm -hmm. be very good. I'm not saying he's going to be Joe Burrow, but we Mm -hmm. could see that kind of improvement. That said, I think the whole thing about Jaden Daniels not playing in the bowl game, I know some people are still annoyed with that. And I understand that. But look, number one, it's the right decision for Jaden. Number two, he's Mm -hmm. doing LSU a favor. LSU is not playing for anything, just playing for trying to get to that magical uh, 10 win plateau and, you know, trying to get another bowl win other than that, it doesn't mean anything. And he's doing them a favor because he's giving Garrett Nussmeyer his first start, a chance to run the show, a chance to get indoctrinated, a chance to gain real game experience against a good team heading into next
2: season. I think that's a positive for LSU. I, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, as far as recruiting classes go. Look, here's one thing I like, all right? I like the fact that there's an emphasis on the state of Louisiana, all right? Because I think it's important that you have guys who understand how important it is to wear that uniform and to run out of that tunnel, all right? Because I go back to the recruiting class of 2020 at LSU. I heard about how great it was. Eric Gilbert, five stars. Did he turn out? Nope. Eli Ricks. How long was he at LSU? One year. Nothing but trouble. Kayshawn Booty had one good year. Yeah. Jaquillin Roy was a four-star. Did he ever turn out to be a really good player? Nope. Okay. The best player on this entire recruiting class was B.J. O'Jolary, who turned out to be a very good player, was a four-star player. But in the LSU recruiting class, B.J. O'Jolary was rated fifth. I'm looking at some of the other guys. And, you know, most of these guys, you know, Ali Gay was a three-star player. Allie Gay turned out to be a heck of a player. Yep. Am I right? Of course. Okay, Alley Gay was a great Tiger. Dwight, Dwight McLaughlin gave them one good year in the secondary before he moved on. Coy Moore, he's not here. Max Johnson's not here. T.J. Finley moved on. You know, so look. The one thing the one thing that I'll say about about those the, some of those guys okay at least the top two guys in that class they had no idea what LSU football was all about okay it was just a it was just a stop on the way to the NFL and I I, I think it's important to have guys who want to compete for the state and and everyone would say well you know that's 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 fictitious nowadays it doesn't It doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. I think it does matter. And, you know, no one is talking about this fact either. No one's talking about this fact either. Has Alabama gotten one one player from the state of Louisiana in the top 14 in this recruiting class?
1: Not one. It's a a rhetorical question. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah,
2: not one. Not one. Not one. And... You know LSU still may flip a couple of other guys. Would they have liked to have had Wardell Mack? I think they would have. But if you look at what they did in the in the state of Louisiana this year, I think it was pretty darn good. So look, I understand the consternation. Would Would you like to see him in the top five? Yes, but you don't know about these recruiting classes and I've, and a couple of guys who are five star guys, Sage Ryan. Flirted with the with the with the transfer portal and then came back. Am I right? Yeah, correct. Okay. Did Quincy Wiggins leave? Yeah. He had, he's in the portal, right? He's in. Was the he portal a five? Was he yeah. a five star guy? Yeah. I mean, look, keep going. I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I you, you made your point, but keep going. Right, it's fine. No, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm, i you know, everybody, everybody's got all their empirical evidence, and the mm-hmm. only thing I'm doing is, I'm asking. I'm looking at I'm looking at what's in front of me and I'm asking. Do you think Mason Smith is that guy? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now I think, you know, injuries have, have probably hurt them, but I'm looking I'm looking at the top I'm looking at the top twelve guys according to the rankings. Mm-hmm. The top twelve guys in the state. LSU has ten of them. And they still may get Dominic McKinley. Did he sign yet? Don't know. No, the big the big defensive lineman from Acadiana. Indiana. I know he is. I, d- I yeah, I don't think he signed. I don't think he signed. Wardell Mack did sign. No, he, he did not.
1: He did not sign. He uh, did not sign. McKinley did okay. not sign. Yes.
2: And you know what? I've seen trade as Green. I think he's pretty good. Okay. I've seen Tylen Singleton. I think he's pretty good. I've seen Kalash Cobbins. I think he's very good. They uh-huh. tell me Gabriel Relaford is really good. I don't know. I haven't really seen him. Kylan Billiard can run like the wind. So can Jawan Johnson. Michael Turner is a heck of a player. I don't know. I'm. I'm just Kyrie Lee is a, is 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 has worked very hard to be a really good player, and he's going to get into their program as an offensive lineman, and he's a great young man. I think he's going to do great. You know. I don't. I. You know Bernard Causey, Wallace Foster. They're both three star guys. They may turn out to be great players. I don't know that. McKinley is now
1: reportedly going to visit Tennessee in January, and LSU continues to work to try to get him to make a visit in January. That's no, the latest well, on McKinley. Yeah. So,
2: well, I mean, you know, hey, so we'll find out. You know, when when a guy leaves when a guy leaves Nick Saban when a guy leaves Nick Saban, all of a sudden uh, it's, it's totally understandable and it was a great move. And what you know, Nick Saban's whole coaching staff quit on him one year, practically. You know what he did? He hired good coaches and moved on. And that's what Brian Kelly's got to do. He's got to hire good coaches and move on.
1: Well, again, he has to hire good coaches. There, the, That's it right there. Make a good decision. Hire the right guy, turn the keys over, and let it work. And let's see what transpires. But yeah, look, I said small crack. I didn't say big crack. Small crack. Uh-huh. When you lose, when you lose, maybe the top offensive uh-huh. coordinator in the country this past year. I think that's. I don't think yeah. that's a plus. I mean, right. by any but, by any by any way, shape, or form, that's not a plus. I don't think. An, I don't think not being in the top ten in recruiting according to rankings is a plus. It doesn't mean it's necessarily a minus because, as you point out. Ratings sometimes aren't correct, but if you look at the teams that are ranked in the top five or so, it's the same people that are competing for a national championship every year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there is some empirical evidence to say, okay, uh, these ratings do matter to a degree, and I Mm -hmm. stress to a degree. So, is the sky falling at LSU? The answer is no. Uh, Is there a small crack? The answer is yes. There is no explanation as to what happened, and it could be as simple as Dembrock wants to go closer to home. Don't know. Or it could be as simple as he doesn't see the opportunity for this offense to be any better or, or maybe that it will drop off. Who knows? But we're not getting any comment to that effect. I, I would like to see a comment from Denbrock that said, hey, love my time here. It's fantastic. Thanks to LSU and Kelly. I haven't seen anything like that. And I'd love to see Kelly say something to the effect of thanks to Mike for a great job. You know, wish him nothing but the best moving on. understand he wants to be closer to home. But none of that has come out. So, I'd feel a little better about it if that was the case. And I'd feel a little better about it if they recruited better defensive players and if they made a change or two on the defensive side of the football because I think that needs to happen. That's kind of where it's at. And as I said before, for those that have problems with Jaden Daniels leaving, give me a break. What else do you want out of this guy? I mean, and because I answered somebody via email this week, I said, let me ask you a question. If Jaden Daniels – If LSU was in the national playoff, do you think Jaden Daniels would have opted out? Of course not. Of course not. Uh, Of course not. Mm. Uh, He's given you everything, okay? He's done unbelievable work for you. And uh, he put you on the map. He gave you unbelievable recognition this year and played unbelievably. So all the credit to him and kudos to him. He's making the right decision. He's trying to play his way into the top 15, if not the top 10, of the NFL draft. Who can fault him for that? And on top of that, as I said, it gives Ryan Kelly a chance to give the keys to Garrett Nussmeyer, not next year, but this season, ahead of time, against a good opponent, to give him a baptism of fire and give him a chance to start a game, which he hasn't done, and see if he can succeed. So I think it's a plus. It gives lSU a chance to to start
2: the train rolling ahead of time. don't you agree i I agree completely. and you know look um, Jaden Daniels, who's going to worry about it if he's hurt in the first quarter of this game and he hurts his knee? Is, yeah I hear whose you. problem whose problem is it at that point yep it's 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 Jaden Daniels as well. of course so you know, I, I don't really, I don't really, um, you know, I, I don't really, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, people, people can, people can say whatever they want. I, I, I you know, you're not going to make some people happy, and I, I really, I really don't care. All right, but so I, mean, I
1: wanted, I wanted to, also give a shout out to one of our regular listeners, Ed, uh, someone that, that listens all the time, and, mm-hmm. and says how much he enjoys the show, uh, mm-hmm. listening over. Uh, on the coast on a regular basis and he's himself he's an iconic broadcaster in this marketplace uh, my friend bob del giorno senior who said to tell you hello and listens all the time and says he loves the show oh, So that's very nice of bob. You know, bob. bob's a great guy bob was terrific in this market okay for a long time he's a super guy and i'm so happy he's enjoying life right now in that fashion and really appreciate everything mm-hmm. bob did uh, in his professional life, he did a fantastic job, and really appreciate his kind words and him listening all the time. So,
2: his son was my neighbor for a while, <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, Bobby. He was. Oh boy! Oh, I tell you what! What, what uh, a character! What a yeah, character! No, no doubt. But you know what? He he just he could make he could he could make me laugh. Okay, and anybody who 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 can make you laugh, you got to embrace. And he could make me laugh. He was he was just a He's a very funny guy. Piece he is indeed. Oh, he's a, and, he's a and a great salesman. Okay. Oh, terrific a, salesman. A, a, he, he could he could he he could talk a hungry dog off a meat wagon. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, he 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 knows how to do it. Yeah, no doubt. Great family
1: in this marketplace, and you know we had our year end prep show luncheon the other day, which you were part of, and a lot of great people that have. Help us do what we do for so long. I can't tell you how much I appreciate the, the dedication of those people and how much they give of themselves on a regular basis and and you were there. And of course, that leads me to another family, the Galloway family, because John Pat Galloway is a wonderful man, love the guy, just a super person. Uh, did a great job professionally in his profession for many years, but did radio and got a chance to know him through that and got to be good friends. And of course, his son, Pat, is the market manager for this station. and the others in this market that Cumulus has, and also for the Cumulus stations in Baton Rouge and in Starkville, and, and a big shout out to the Galloway family too. Uh, great great people, great radio people for many years, and just very thankful uh, to them as well.
2: Amen on that, good man, great family.
1: Yep. yep, super, so again, we're very thankful at this time. It's a time to give thanks. Thanksgiving's past, but Christmas is certainly a time to give thanks and be appreciating what you have Uh, As you get a chance to see family, as you get a chance to worship, uh, as you get a chance to to enjoy presents, good meals, everything else, that's all going to happen. Looking forward to it with great anticipation. But we always look forward to this show on Saturday mornings and look forward to your calls at 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. All right, what of Tulane? We'll talk about Tulane next, what's happening there with football, their signing class and more. We'll get into the Saints extensively, I promise, and the Pelicans and college basketball and more as we continue with the 3TL Getter Show, Ken and Ed, here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at
3: NashFM1061.com.
4: If you want to be treated right, you go to
3: Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron.
4: Everybody knows that.
3: Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron.
4: This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron.
5: I'm a bourgeois.
4: Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie.
5: Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan.
6: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to Hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to joy. That's com slash joy. Do you have over $10,000
7: in credit card debt? If you're feeling the financial impact with unprecedented economic challenges, Debt Blue is here for you. With Debt Blue's success guarantee, you pay nothing unless your debt is reduced or completely resolved. I'm just living sky high right now. So I'm very thankful for it. And the team at Debt Blue are phenomenal. They're able to work with you, they're great. Call for your free debt resolution information now. 800 200 6895. 800 200 6895.
4: You're listening to the Cumulus Fishing Game Report with Captain C.T. Williams.
8: Fishing is fun, but safety is foremost. I'm Captain C.T. Williams with this week's Big Fish Report. I spend a lot of time finding great spots where you can catch fish, but you need to be able to get there and get home safely while being courteous to others. Louisiana has a lot of fishable water, so there are a lot of boats, and well, nationally, a, a higher percentage of boating accidents. So be safe and prepared on the water, have fun responsibly, And join me, Captain CT, for The Big Fish, our TV show with hotspots, tackle tips, how-to recipes, and even safe practices while fishing. Every Saturday morning at 5.30 a.m. on WVUE Fox 8 in New Orleans. Have a great weekend.
4: Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
8: There's no gift that's more beautiful, more versatile, and more meaningful than a beautiful piece of jewelry. And there's no better place to shop than Diamonds Direct, where making memorable moments is our specialty. Last minute shopper, relax. This holiday season, we've put together our most impressive selection of can't miss gifts you can get today. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands for every taste and every price range. And don't miss our amazing collection of Swiss timepieces, including pre-owned Rolex watches you can't find anywhere else. Need more insight? Inspiration? Check out our online gift guide and even chat with a virtual assistant at DiamondsDirect.com. Ask about flexible financing options as well. Connect with Diamonds Direct and let us help you choose that perfect headliner gift at the absolute best value price. Get all the details, special showroom hours, and lots of ideas now at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue next to Lakeside Mall, proud partner of Tulane Athletics and proud to call the Big Easy home. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion.
0: Just tuning in? We're just getting started with the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 Nash Icon, FM 1061com and through CrescentCitySports.com. What are you waiting for? All are welcome by calling 504-260-1061 to talk all sports all the time. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels.
1: Merry Christmas to you, one and all. Glad you're with us this morning. To talk about whatever you'd like to discuss, 504-260-1061. To Metairie, where Ned awaits us. Hi, Ned. Thank you for the call. Welcome to the show. Good morning.
9: Uh, good morning, guys. Merry Christmas to you guys. Same um I want to make a comment and then I, I think I want to ask a question or ask your opinion. My comment on Embrock is I'm I'm under the assumption that a lot of what was said was true previously about his ha- having family with you know, living within an hour distance and so forth. Yes. But you know, I'm think mm-hmm. I'm thinking about Along the lines of what Ed said, I'm thinking about if I'm Embrock and in the last few weeks I'm having dreams at night. And in all my my dreams, I keep seeing these perfect passes being thrown into the corner of an end zone by my quarterback. And I see my All-American receivers with people hanging all over making these incredible acrobatic All-American-type catches. And I'm seeing my quarterback on fourth and four just – get the hell out of there and run for 56 yards. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, "Hmm, could I possibly do better than this? <laughs> and,
2: and, the, and the answer I'm just, is no. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm <laughs> just wondering if,
9: yeah. you mm-hmm. know, because if they don't catch those passes, if he doesn't run for a thousand yards, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're an a, a average at best football team with no defense, and I'm just wondering, is coaches always seem to get out at the right time? Uh, they get out at the pinnacle of success, and they walk into a grace period somewhere else for a lot of money. So I just wanted to throw that comment out. But I have a question. Sure. Can I? I think you're spot can on I com-
2: Yeah. Can I comment on that real quick, Ned? I think you're absolutely right. There's only one way for the LSU offense to go. They're not going to equal <laughs> last year's numbers. And and look. Jaden Daniels, Malik Neighbors are are both going to be, in my opinion, top ten picks. And I think Brian Thomas is definitely going to be in the first round. So if you're looking at three guys who might be top twenty picks in in the first round of the NFL draft, you know, where do you think it's going next year? It might be good, but it's going to have a hard time being great.
9: Yeah, I think he gave himself a really I think he gave himself and his family a really good Christmas present going back to a place that he's been to before. So that was my, that's my comment. But here's my, I don't know if this is going to be a question or I'm asking for an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to me that Coach Kelly uh, is somewhere along the, the bottom in the quantity of transfer portal players coming in, uh, as opposed to last year. And I don't know whether that's because he couldn't get certain players. Uh, I don't know whether, because you usually get the best transport portal players in the first go round. You don't get the leftovers. Uh, they don't, they, they're not usually the stars. And I'm wondering if because in his case, he, he knows what he has in the offensive line, or he knows what he has on players that didn't excel last year that were freshmen or he has so much confidence of what's coming in, or that he's just facing the reality of planning for the long term and going with more young players next year, and I, and and I say that in comparison to uh, what's going on at Ole Miss, where he is just nailing it up there at Ole Miss. Yep,
1: yeah, the that's players, that's how they're saying, doing it. That's right.
9: He's he's making it clear that I'm not counting on my players coming in. I'm going to take some twenty-one, twenty-two year old guys. Put them up against nineteen-year-old guys, and they have experience. And I'm just going to coach them, and I'm going to put my team together. So I wondered if what your your guy's opinion is on the the tactic uh, that Coach Kelly is using right now uh, by having such few or such a limited number of transfer portal players.
5: Yeah, I well, think I'll start with this. I
1: think I think this. Number one, uh, Kelly had no choice but to to get into the transfer portal extensively because of the lack of scholarship players LSU had when he got there. So the first year he did well in the transfer portal. They got players who could play and played very well in that 10 win season in his first year. Last year was the polar opposite. Uh, They failed in the transfer portal. Logan Diggs was good. Uh, Name one guy other than that that was really good. I mean, they just did not hit at all. Now Kelly said that on signing day, we've got, better numbers now. And I think that's a direct reflection as to why they're going more with the freshman players, the three or four year guys, because they do have the depth that they didn't have previously. Therefore, you don't have to plug in as many holes. And yes, I do think Ned that the fact that they did not succeed at all in the transfer portal this past year had a bit of an impact on them. Is there one right way and one wrong way? I don't think so. I mean, there's different ways for different programs. I think the transfer portal is important. If, if you can plug in two or three guys to important spots, yes, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, Ole Miss is doing it across the board. They did it with their defense last year, and they're doing it across the board this year. Alabama does it in a couple of spots to try to fill it in. I think that's probably the, the desired way to do it. Uh, you know, and then, of course, there are those like Clemson who chose basically not to do it at all which is probably not the right way. So I think the answer is somewhere in between. And I think LSU's got more depth now. Therefore, they're not in a position where they have to go get, let's
2: say, eight to 10 transfers to fill holes. Ed? Yeah, you know, Ned, here's the one thing I would say. When is the last time you've seen Ole Miss in the top 10 in a recruiting class?
9: Oh, and you're right.
2: Okay. So my deal is, at a place like Ole Miss, you've got to take advantage of the transfer portal because you're not going to recruit – You're not going to out-recruit, for the most part, on a daily basis, on a yearly basis, you're not going to out-recruit Georgia, Alabama, and LSU. And that's who you have to out-recruit to win an SEC championship. And you can throw in Texas now. And you can throw in Texas now and maybe Oklahoma. You're not going to out-recruit them. You're not going to out-recruit them. So what you have to do is you have to take chances on guys and, and bring in guys to supplement your roster. And, you know, and Kenny makes a good point about the transfer portal this year. I mean, uh, there's a bunch of guys, and we could go through them all, that that didn't turn out to be very good players, that were, especially on defense. Yep. They were disappointments, and that's what hurt them. And, you know, look, also from a numbers standpoint, I don't know how many LSU can take because they're, they're obviously trying to build their program with freshmen. The one thing I do like, is and Kenny mentioned this early. I like the offensive line philosophy of growing guys in the program. You know, they were very fortunate in the beginning to get Will Campbell and er- Emory Jones who oh, guys who could start, who could start and play right off the top. But let me tell you what, there's another guy there who got some experience and some playing time this year who's going to be a great player and that's Lance Hurd. That's a, No that, doubt about dude, it. He's he's huge. he's, ma- he's, huge, he's massive and he's got good feet. Lance Hurd can play. But so what what I'm saying is is that if a guy, if a guy's an offensive lineman and he doesn't play for a year a year and a half but develops into a great player, well that's exactly what you want. Because the one thing I can say and look, you know, you can't be bad on the offensive line and be a great team. The Saints have proven that this year.
9: Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: But, you know, LSU is a different job than Ole Miss. And what Lane Kiffin is doing is smart, and it works for Ole Miss. But it's not going to work. Uh, it's not necessary at a place like LSU where you can supplement with the portal. But also there's one other thing. I think there's another window in May. Is that right, Kenny? I believe so, yes. I'll yeah, look it it, up. There's, there's another transfer window in May. And, look, there's always a chance that after spring practice that LSU adds one or two players from that window who could turn out to be pretty good.
9: Well, I agree with everything both of you just said. And uh, I like the philosophy of – and, of course, you can do it in Louisiana if you draft Louisiana as thoroughly as he's doing. I like the philosophy of having the confidence that you can bring in a lot of really good young players – and and have confidence in yourself as a coach that you're gonna develop him. And that's really the key. Um uh, it's 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 the ability to develop a player. And I think Kelly's as good as anybody in the country at that or at least have a coach. And I'm not gonna miss him, Brock simply because and I agree it's a it's a little, could be a minor problem, but I'm not gonna miss him simply because of what I said earlier. Okay, he didn't catch those passes and he didn't make those runs. He mm-hmm. called those plays, so right. yeah, he'll bring in somebody up or he'll he he'll, he'll promote from within. But anyway, thank Merry Christmas to you guys. Uh, just like Del Journal, I listen to this show regularly, whether I'm in town or out of town, and the, it's it's so much fun to listen to. So take care, Merry Christmas.
8: Thank Merry so. Christmas to
1: you, Ned. We very much you, so appreciate you, and I hope you and your family have a fantastic next few days. The the spring window for Football Transfer Portal is Tuesday, April 16th, through Tuesday, April 30th. So April 16th through the 30th is the spring window for the Football Transfer Portal. So there will be another opportunity, and mm-hmm. I suspect that maybe, maybe they'll delve into that uh, with a couple mm-hmm. of guys. But as mentioned, I think they've weaned themselves off of it. I think that's the right way to describe it. Uh, I think they had to do it with the numbers they had or didn't have, I should say, mm-hmm. the last couple of years, and now they don't. And, yes, they hit on it one year, and they failed on it another. So they're mm-hmm. batting 500, and this year don't have to rely on it as much. I think that's a pretty pretty simple analysis of the entire scenario. All right, it's 504-260-1061. If you'd like to join us, back in just a moment. We'll touch on Tulane and more as we continue with more of the Three Tailgaters Show. Ken and Ed, Merry Christmas, one and all, here on NASH ICON, 1061 FM, and at NASHFM1061.com.
0: Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports culture food Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about
7: it. We taste it 4 on 106.1 Nash Icon and available online anytime at nashfm1061.com. Life Resources
1: Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Menory. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity.
10: All Plumbing Services, 985-809-1270. All Plumbing Services, ICES Master Plumber number 5327 is a full-service plumbing contractor that can handle all of your residential commercial plumbing needs. From repairs to installation of tankless water heaters, gas lines, new construction, or kitchen and bath updates. At All Plumbing Services, we do it all. Serving the South Shore and North Shore since 2006, that's All Plumbing Services. ICES Master Plumber number 5327. Give us a call at 985-809-1270. After
11: their car wreck, people
10: sometimes come up to us and say, I need your help, but I'm just not the suing type.
2: Believe me, at Dudley DeBosier, we get it. But ask yourself this, do you want to be taken advantage of by the insurance company? Or do
0: you want to get what's fair, what you and your family
10: really deserve?
2: The choice is easy, and it doesn't cost you anything to see if we can help.
0: Demand Dudley DeBosier. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 2315717.
12: With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. That's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Mm-hmm. 10
11: years? <laughs> Jumpin' Jack Frost, Figgy Swirly, it's no Christmas Fest 10th anniversary. We've gotta get to New Orleans right away.
3: Aww, oh, 10 years of rides and slides,
4: 10 years of prancing and dancing.
3: 10 years of holiday lights
2: and smiles bright.
8: Join us in celebrating 10 years of cheer for NOLA Christmas Fest, December 21st through the 30th at the New Orleans Convention Center and create memories you'll cherish for years to come. Get your tickets at nolachristmasfest.com. Top service, locally owned,
1: outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon at one of his outstanding dealerships, Toyota of New Orleans, Premier Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Fiat, and Premier Honda in New Orleans, Premier
0: Nissan in Metairie, and Premier Kia in Kenner. You want the total sports package? Let's talk prep, college, pro, all sports, all the time. You get it all from the three tailgaters on 1061 NASH Icon, NASHFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. With Ken and Ed, give us a call at 504-260-1061.
1: While Brian Kelly was putting together his class in the early signing period, John Sumrall welcomed 17 newcomers to Tulane in the early signing period. And did not have a a press briefing for it. We'll do so in the spring when he tries to round out this class. Now keep in mind Summerall has not taken any assistance with him as of yet. He's honoring the bowl game that Troy's playing in before he goes into that. And again, short-term pain, yes, long-term gain, I believe so. Credit to him, big time. Ditto with any potential players, one or two, who knows, that might want to consider. Departing Troy to Tulane he's not going to take them now. I know some people have contrasted that with what Willie Fritz has done and I get it and again nothing but respect and appreciation for what Willie Fritz did here. What he's doing now is for his own benefit and and to try to grow his program at Houston. But I admire John Sumrall and what he's done. So meanwhile that 17 players coming in to this class. You know we had a chance to visit with Armani money cargo at John Errett on signing day. Uh, we had a chance. Also, to visit with Jace Mitchell at Destrehan on signing day. You got Sean Nicholas, the big receiver from West Jefferson, uh, to commit to Tulane and to come here. Uh, Jordan Guidry, seen him play at Ruston, played in the Dome again this year, the defensive lineman. He's staying in state and will be heading to Tulane. Uh, Javion White, the defensive back from Winsboro, Franklin Parish High School, coming to Tulane as well. You've got several players coming that are in this class from out of state to play for the Green Wave and you know, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, players from the, those next to the woods that are coming in. But he's not finished yet. Uh, people are saying, well, what do you think about what's happened thus far? Well, I'll say again, I think Tulane made a, a home run hire. I think John Summerall was the absolute best hire Tulane could have made. And he's mm-hmm. a principal guy. And he's very good. He's a proven head coach. He knows the territory. He tried very hard to get a couple of kids flipped. I can tell you that firsthand that were already committed to other schools, didn't pull it off. Had he been here a little sooner, might have had a chance, but uh, he's relentless. And I'm talking to some high school coaches, as I know you have, and they they like what they're seeing and they like what they're hearing from Coach Summerall. So uh, mm-hmm. I do think he will, he will add to this class, obviously, by the late signing period. And then you can make an analysis of where they're at. Of course, Tulane's getting ready for its bowl game against uh, – Virginia Tech in the Military Bowl this coming Wednesday. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle with everything that's happened with Tulane.
2: Well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, um, there's so many questions that have to be answered going forward, but I think he understands he's in a transition, and I think he understands what's going to have to happen this year um, to kind of move forward, and I think he will get a better handle on things in year two. But there's no question that uh, that he's an accomplished coach, he's done very well. I mean, when you take a guy who's won twenty-four games in two years at his last twenty-three games in his last spot in the last two years, I mean, there's a guy who who you you say, hey, he's got a really good resume, and he knows the school, he knows Tulane, he was here for three years, so there's no acclimation period. I mean, he's acclimated already. He's he already knows uh, where where everything is, and um, I think he's going to do great. And you know, as far as the the the, the criticism will of Willie Fritz, uh, you know, uh, I don't, I I I'm not gonna, I, you know, I I have Lester Ricard on on our show every week on Sports Zone, and he and he put it he put it very uh, very succinctly the other day, and I thought he was absolutely right. Yesterday, he said that uh, we have a very sensitive fan base. And I, th- I think he's I think he's accurate.
1: Yeah, sensitive fan base. That's right. And again, yeah. And look, have, people you know, have to do what they have to do for their benefit. Okay.
2: Don't feel jilted. I mean, the guy came here, and he took this program in eight years from a program that was not in good shape, to being a top twenty-five program, and won a New Year's Day bowl. Feel grateful. That's what I would do.
1: Yeah, look, same way. Again, stayed longer than any of the predecessors that had any level of success whatsoever and did a great job. Uh, Would you like to see him lay off of a player or two here? Sure. or coaches here? Sure. But that's not going to happen. Coaches are always going to hire people that they're comfortable with, that they know can do a good job. That's part of the deal. It's not that he's trying to hurt Tulane. He's trying to help himself. I mean, there, there's two ways to look at mm-hmm. it. So,
2: and, and you know what? All those coaches who leave Tulane and go to Houston, my guess is they're going to be making a lot more money. And you can't blame people for accepting a financial opportunity. You can
1: It's a better better life for them and fully understood. But I think in the case of Tulane, you, you move on. That, that chapter's done. It's over with rather than – you know, crying over spilled milk or throwing uh, throwing uh, shade at uh, Willie. Be grateful that you got a really good proven head coach and a guy that knows the landscape and is coming back to a place where he was previously that's in better shape now than it was when he left and hopefully will be in much better shape in the near future if some promises are upheld. And that, of course, is another story for another day. But Tulane needs to step up and do some of these things that have been promised, things that Willie Fritz alluded to when he took the job at Houston. No? We'll and see, I mean, you know what? We'll, we'll see, see, indeed.
2: We'll see. I mean, look if it if if it's a year from now, if it's if it's December 23rd next year and we're still talking about the bubble, okay? Then that's a very bad development.
1: Without a doubt. I mean, it goes without saying that that's exhibit A. At this point there are other things that must be done, but that is that's number 1 you and know nichols nichols who
2: doesn't nichols who doesn't have anywhere near the endowment that tulane university has all right has a covered practice facility
1: and they built a brand new athletic complex too and in they the built last a brand
2: new and they don't have anywhere near the cash that tulane university has so please don't tell me that money is a problem okay ambition might be a problem money is not
1: to join us. First hour is done. Second hour is up next. We'll get into the Saints extensively, Pelicans, college basketball, much more. Your calls as well. Always welcome. 504-260-1061. That's next here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com.
6: Signet Landing Restaurant in historic West Wego at Bayou Signet. Great food at a great location with Harborview Dining and Southern Hospitality. Serving the best Cajun and seafood dishes for lunch and dinner, like crawfish pie, crab cakes, fried oysters, seafood platters, and much more. Signet Landing, 450 Laracini Street, just off the expressway in West Wego, behind the Shrimp Lot. For parties of eight or more, call for reservations 504 900 1901.
0: Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl, New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism,
3: and New Orleans and Company.
4: If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron.
3: Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron.
4: Everybody knows that.
3: Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron.
4: This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron.
3: I'm a
8: bourgeois.
4: Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie.
8: There's no gift that's more beautiful, more versatile, and more meaningful than a beautiful piece of jewelry. And there's no better place to shop than Diamonds Direct, where making memorable moments is our specialty. Last Minute Shopper? Relax. This holiday season, we put together our most impressive selection of can't miss gifts you can get today rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands for every taste and every price range. And don't miss our amazing collection of Swiss time pieces, including pre owned Rolex watches you can't find anywhere else. Need more insight? Inspiration? Check out our online gift guide and even chat with a virtual assistant at DiamondsDirect.com. Ask about flexible financing options as well. Connect with Diamonds Direct and let us help you choose that perfect headliner gift at the absolute best value price. Get all the details, special showroom hours, and lots of ideas now at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue next to Lakeside Mall, proud partner of Tulane Athletics and proud to call the big easy home. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion.
10: Here's some things you probably don't know about Deli de Bossier. I make a mean jambalaya. But I stay clear of the kitchen. My favorite way to relax is sitting down with a good book. Me? I have four kids. I haven't relaxed in 20 years. And I love a good crawfish etouffee. Heck, when I do crawfish, it's just peel and eat. But despite our differences, there's one important thing we have in common. We're lawyers who love helping people. Demand Deli
7: de Bossier, 444-4444. Chad Dilly, New Orleans, LA 2315659.
1: For 17 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions: high school football and the Prep Football Player of the Year Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. A New Orleans tradition, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl is a proud partner of Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report and the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club. Visit us online at neworleansbowl.com.
6: Broadcasting from the Dudley Debocher Studios. Anytime,
0: anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN, 106.1 NASH Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The second hour begins. It's the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 NASH Icon, NASHFM1061.com, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Be a part of the show now. Call 504-260-1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels.
1: Second hour is set to begin here as we march on, and we're always pleased to have you with us. And again, it's 504-260-1061 to join us. Merry Christmas to you, one and all. We always enjoy uh, you being with us, and we look forward to you being with us each and every week, including next week and into the new year. And, of course, the New Orleans Saints are now still alive for a playoff bird. There's that for whatever that's worth. They're 7-8 after losing to the Rams, 30-22 to 22 on Thursday night. And there's a million places to go with this. But at the end of the day, their players aren't good enough and their coaching hasn't been good enough. You want a simplistic evaluation? It's the best I can give you.
2: Ed? Yeah, well, I mean, look, I think it's time to rebuild. And uh, I know that's not what the Saints want to do, but I think it's time. I think it's I think it's pastime on that. And they, they've got to move on from some people. And you know what? They look, they've got to draft better. Well,
1: I mean they have to do everything better, okay? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, they, but, 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 I mean well, you're you're talking yeah. about you're talking about who's your who's your impact signee this year from elsewhere. Jamal Williams? He's done nothing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Right. I mean he makes no difference running the football never gets an extra yard, isn't a receiver, has not been good in pass blocking. I mean, nothing. I'm sorry, but you tell me. Show me the evidence otherwise. What has he done to help this football team? Defensively, Shepard and Saunders, what have they done? They're, They're guys, okay. They're guys. Last time I checked, the Saints are 30th in the league against a run, right at the bottom of the pack. And they don't rush the passer. So, what difference have they made? You want me to keep going?
2: I mean, well, again, again. I mean, look, their roster is not that good. Their roster is not that good. It's, it's evident. The bad teams they beat, the good teams they can't beat. I mean, it's as simple as that. Their roster's not that good. Okay? Their roster's not that good. Has Dennis Allen made some mistakes? Yes. I understand why he signed Derek Carr. I get it, okay, because he thought Derek Carr gave him a lot better chance than any other quarterback he could have acquired. And whether you agree or not, that's that's what he decided to do. The thing that I don't like is, look, if if the, the place kicker to me was something I would not have done this year because in a couple of key spots, I think he's hurt them.
1: He has. He lost one game for sure. Yeah. And, and, and maybe I, you can make an argument about the second one.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just think that, I think he's, 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 it, it was, it was a, it was a decision that I would not have made in a critical year for my future. I would have not, who would you, who would you want kicking that ball at the end of the Green Bay game? And to me, that's the moment that the season turned. When they blew that 17 nothing lead and lost that game, they would have been 3-0. and and to me their chances of being in a playoff team when you're 3 and 0 go up exponentially just look at the numbers they they would even right now if they had won that one game they'd be 8 and 7 and they'd be basically playing for a division championship on on next sunday am i right yes so i mean to me that was a decision and i know everybody said oh don't worry about it no but in that situation, that's why I'm shocked, okay? I'm shocked that the Rams did worked out Mason Crosby and did not sign him. Because to me, the Rams have a great chance in the playoffs. I think they're going to be a tough out. Do you?
1: Absolutely. I think that's – they're if, the if, dark horse team. We all know San Francisco's right. the best team. We all know the primary contenders other than San Francisco – Philadelphia, Dallas, Detroit. If there's another team with a chance, Mm -hmm. a Dark Horse team right now, you'd have to say the Rams.
2: And, you know, to me, I would not – who would you want kicking? Havrasik or Mason Crosby? Yeah. And and to me, that is a very underrated position. And I know coaches think that you can just – you can find kickers on the street, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm not so sure about that, and 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 to me, that's that's an area that that I would have, I would have, um, I would have paid more attention to, and I, mm-hmm. I think that was a, that was a mistake. Not. To to do that, but I mean, you you know, look, player acquisition is incredibly important. Yeah, and, you know, and and look 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 what the Rams got in the fifth round. They got they got Puka Nakua. <laughs> that guy, that guy's been incredible. It's tremendous. All right. Now, some of their other picks maybe haven't turned out that well, but Kyron Williams, another fifth-round pick, he's been he's been awesome. But you know, the roster, the the Saints roster, is aging, and it's not nearly as good, and. They haven't drafted well. Plus, what's happening right now to me, Kenny, is what happens when a franchise quarterback moves on. You've got two things working against you. You had to go out and get a quarterback. And number two, you've got salary cap issues, because you kicked the can down the road to try to win a Super Bowl. But now it's time to quit, quit kicking the can down the road it's it's time to rebuild and set yourself up to be a good franchise for a long time. And my my worry is if the Saints continue on this path that they'll win 6 games next year and they'll win 5 games the next. All right? They they've got to just they've just got to suck it up and deal with it and move on. Kind of what Atlanta and Carolina have been doing in other words? Exactly. I mean, at some point at some point, you have to do it. You just have to.
1: 504-260-1061. Kurt's in New Orleans. Good morning, Kurt. Merry Christmas. Welcome to the show.
11: Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. How y'all making out?
1: All good. 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 Good.
5: so Look,
11: I, you know, rushing, a, rushing the ball, we obviously can't do it. 19 yards with Kamara. And, you know, Hill with two carries again. Of course, mm-hmm. our roster's not that good. But uh, you know the play calling is not that great either. I felt like nope. they could have got a few carries, huh? You
1: yep. Think? Yep. Yeah. Yep.
11: You know. I, you know, and I will say the defense. You know, you're right. They're not that great across the board, names wise. But they would. It looked like they were playing hard some of this game, and I just keep seeing. I just keep seeing uh, Stafford fit that ball is so perfect, and it's not just you know Paku, it, it, you know it, it's. It's, it's the other receivers they got. I mean, they got Raymond, no-namer, had a big game, as well as Cup. You know, I just look at Michael Thomas. I think we need to move on. You know, I mean, you know, uh, gotta get some, you just got to get some better receivers as well. I mean, Perry, Perry's a great addition this year. But besides the lobby I'm talking about, you know, you could put Paku in a lobby, a, A1 and A1, and, then it, and it's just such a drop-off for us. When you look at what they have, Kopp and Raymond and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just just disappointed with the talent as well. But I tell you what, i see seen two carries with two yards, and it's just so uneven, they're so inconsistent with with the game plan and the play call, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: What you well, I think – I. well, my comment is, as I started off this entire segment, uh, their players aren't good enough and their coaching hasn't been good enough. It's both, okay? Uh, The coaching, it, it goes without saying that now you've got 15 games without a touchdown on your opening possession. All 15 games. That's inexcusable. I mean, there's no other word to use. Inexcusable. 15 games and you haven't scored a touchdown on your opening possession that's your game plan that's your best stuff that's the stuff you've worked all week to prepare for to use against an opponent based on all the film study and this is what you come up with no touchdowns in 15 consecutive games worse than a league there's no excuse for that okay that's preparation that's planning it's execution no excuse then the coaching decisions that were made in the game the other night to Ed's point about the kicker, on the opening possession, Carr takes a bad sack on the third down play, although there was pressure pretty quickly on him in defense of him. That said, a field goal attempt was 55 yards at that point. You're basically indoors, perfect conditions. You're in the NFL, and you're facing a team that you know is hot and is going to score points. You have to score. So what do you do? You send the punter on. You have no confidence in your kicker, with perfect conditions indoors, basically to make a 55 yard field goal. Mm-hmm. Totally disagree with that decision. And maybe it tells you that they don't have confidence in the kicker and that he's hurting well, a bit with his groin. Yeah. Okay. I think,
2: so I think that's, I think the second thing you just said, Kenny, okay. Is the reason why they didn't kick it.
1: So you tell me you're better off with a guy that's less than hundred percent than bringing in somebody to kick his that, kickoff. That, his, that's,
2: that's the point. His That's
1: kickoffs true. his kickoffs never reached the five-yard line, okay? Uh, so there's that. Then you have the two fourth-down situations. You go for it both times. You miss both times. I understood the first one to a degree. The second one was an egregious mistake. I'm sorry. It's not a second guess. It was a first guess. I couldn't believe that they were going for that before halftime when they've been totally outplayed and they're only down three. And you could punt the ball deep and make them start at the 10 with less than a minute left, and you get to halftime only down three. That turned out to be the ball game. You go for it and you miss it. You give them the ball, you know, at their forty, what two, 45-yard line, and they score in 35 seconds, and now they're up 10 going to the break. Then you get the interception, and you're down 20, and basically the game's over. So coaching matters, and those decisions were poor decisions. There's no other way to – To to go about that. Look, if you want to say it was a good decision to punt because groupie's not 100%, I get that. But then again, why do you have him kicking if that's the case? So I I, I just again, I think it's the players haven't been good enough and the coaching hasn't been good enough. That's my opinion. Yeah. Merry
11: Christmas, guys. Thanks for the call. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Uh, You're welcome, buddy. 504-260-1061. Look, I mean uh, you can pick on Derek Carr all you want, and that's perfectly fine. He hasn't been good enough. They signed him because he was better than what they had, and he's still better than what they had. That's a fact, but he hasn't been good enough. And with everyone clamoring for Jameis Winston, with all due respect to Jameis Winston, several teams needed quarterbacks badly this year, badly, in the middle of the season, and nobody went after him, no one. Uh, and... This coaching staff, for better or for worse, doesn't think he's the guy by any stretch of the imagination. And Carr hasn't been terrible. He hasn't even been bad. He just hasn't been good enough. That's all. The numbers actually look fairly good. But we all know it's not about numbers. It's about productivity. But to take it a step further, while he hasn't been good enough, tell me who has been. I'm asking you, tell me who has been on this offense Chris Olave's been good but he's not been outstanding and oh by the way he had two key drops in that game Rashid Shaheed is a deep threat tremendous speed and is a real asset and can take the top off a defense but he's not a guy that sees a lot of balls okay Michael Thomas isn't playing and if he ever plays another down for this team might be a little bit of a surprise Jawan Johnson was very disappointing for 12 games. He's finally coming on and doing what you thought he might do at the start of the season, but for the most part of this season, he's not been that guy. Taysom Hill's a good player, and in the last two games, you've hardly seen him. Jimmy Graham caught touchdown passes in three straight games. He never got targeted the other night. Alvin Kamara is still a good NFL player, but anyone that would say he's the same guy that we saw as recently as last year's, if not two years ago, can't possibly be watching the same game. So, and then the offensive line. I I saved the best for last. Below average, absolutely. Check out pro football focus. See where their Saints linemen are ranked. Nobody near, nobody's even threatening the top 20, much less the top 30. No one. They're not, they're not good. I mean, they're just not good. And then their defensive line. Tell me how good they are. Love Cam Jordan, but he's not the same player. Carl Grandison, an undrafted free agent, has been solid, but, you know, solid would be the right word. The inside guys we talked about. I think Brian Brzee has a future. You know, passing had one good game, but he gets sucked in by play fakes frequently. And then, of course, Foskey's been hurt. So... Up front, tell me what you like. And we'll start the conversation there because I think that's where, that's where it all starts. I think that's, a, that's been the worst part of their team, in my opinion.
2: They need, they need more guys who can threaten people too, Kenny, and they don't have that, in my nope. opinion. They don't, they don't have those guys.
1: That can threaten people deep?
2: That can threaten people in space. They need more guys who can make – they need more playmakers. They don't have enough playmakers. Okay, so
1: Shahid is absolutely that. Olave can be that, uh, and has oh, been she, at, times, need, at times. They need. They
2: need. They need. They need guys. They need guys. Maybe they ought to be a little less fixated on size and get some guys who can make some plays on the outside. They need more of them. They need them at running back. They They need them. They need them at wide receiver. They yeah. just do. They well, need it. They and I'm talking about. Not guys who are good, okay? They need guys who scare the living daylights out of defenses. You know, since you mentioned Jimmy Graham, let's go back to 2010 and 11. Who are the two guys on that offense that just scared the living daylights out of people? Jimmy Graham and Darren Sproles. Am I right?
1: Yeah, they were very good, yes. They obviously. were
2: incredible. In Graham space. was the best
1: receiving tight end in the league for a two-year period or so. For yeah.
2: a two- or three-year period, exactly. Darren Sproles was fantastic, okay? Darren Sproles was fantastic. And they could have taken a shot at a guy like that in the third round. Instead, they went for size, they went for Kendra Miller. Yep. Who was hurt when they drafted him. That's right. And guess what? He's still hurt now.
1: That's right. That's right, you know. And again, the two lane people would have argued about Spears, rightfully so. A chain was there,
2: but you know, A chain I mean, doesn't A chain doesn't fit their size profile. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what size? Okay, and I I get it. That's that. But but at some point, at some point, you gotta you gotta draft guys who can play football. All right, and anybody who watched Darren Sproles play <laughs> ought to know that Darren Sproles can play. Can play football, I mean, come on, but but that's that's not you know that's when you go into this you're getting into all this metrics and and that's you know that's that's what you that you that's what you get
1: five zero four two six zero one zero six one Elwin's in New Orleans Elwin thank you for your patience welcome to the show
13: I'm glad Derek Carr got one year to go on his contract. And, 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 I mean, the offensive line has gotten old. The defensive line has gotten old. What you're going to have to do is draft some younger players and you may have to overpay them to do it, to get in there, but you'll have a team. You'll have a team, uh, that will, that will get the job done. These people is not going to get the job done. I'll say this. Mickey Loomis got to go. The whole front office got to go. on that for you to do all that, because you're going to keep old players on here that cannot produce anymore or underachieving underachieving till you can get till you can get the right people in there to uh, to get them to uh you know to get them to, uh, do the right thing.
1: Elwin, it's good to hear from you. Look, with regard to age, you're right. They're right at the top of the league. Uh, First or second, depending on which study you look at, is being the oldest team in the NFL. So there's that. That's number one. Uh, Number two, they have not uh, drafted well enough. Uh, Number three, they haven't signed the right guys in free agency to make their team better. Uh, And number four, uh, with regard to Derek Carr, he's under contract for four years. They have a potential out after 25, but you've got him. He's stuck with him, uh, for better or for worse. That doesn't mean you absolutely have to use him, if you bring in a new staff, and that's another story for itself, uh, if the Saints somehow win the division, they're not changing head coaches. If they don't win the division, all bets are off, and I think anything's possible. You know, with regard to the front office, don't know. Stay tuned. Mickey Loomis has been here a long time. Overall, he's done a good job. Right now things are sour, and they did promote Kai Harley last year. So we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of things still to be determined. I do think what happens in the next couple of weeks will have a bearing on it, Ed.
2: I do. You know, and look, one of, the, one of the problems that the Saints have had is that they've never drafted high. They've never been lousy enough to draft high. And, and, and that's a fact. They've never been lousy enough. They've always been solid and it, to, to very good. And They've never been lousy enough to draft high. And guess what? If, they, if they're 8-9, and nine, they're not going to draft that high this year because there are going to be a lot of teams who are right in that little – bunch, but I mean, I give you the Lions. Okay, let's look at the Lions the last three years. Panay Sewell, is he a great player?
8: Mm -hmm. There you
2: go. Seventh pick. Aiden Hutchinson, is he a great player? Yep. Second pick. Jamison Williams has been hurt, but he looks special. Twelfth pick. Jameer Gibbs, he looks really good. Twelfth pick. The Saints have never been in a situation where they've been lousy enough to get those kinds of impact players. Not in this regime, not not in in this regime. Right, not in this regime. When
1: Sean Payton came in after Katrina, they had the second overall pick in 06 and picked Reggie Bush, but in in that same draft, they got Roman Harper, Saints Hall of Famer, Jari Evans, Saints Hall of Famer. Bush, of course, is Saints Hall of Famer. They got Zach Street. they got Marcus Colston, Saints Hall of Famer. That's all in one draft, okay? You wanna know how you win? That's how you win, player evaluation.
2: Player valuation, but you know what? You look at the Lions roster now compared to where it was three years ago, they've got Naman Ross St. Brown, Panay Sewell, Jamison Williams, Aiden Hutchinson, Sam LaPorta, Brian Branch, and Jameer Gibbs. Yep. Those are seven really, really good players. But what I'm saying is at least half of those guys, four of them, were top twelve and above. And and that's that's how you do it. And and sometimes you gotta be lousy enough for a year or two to give yourself a chance to draft those kind of players. Marshawn Lattimore was the eleventh pick in the draft. You know why? Because the Saints in 2016 were lousy. All right? They were seven and nine. Yeah. They were seven and nine. They weren't very good. So guess what? They had a chance with the 11th pick that Marshawn Lattimore fell down to them. And Marshawn Lattimore has turned out to be the best cornerback in team history. Owen, yeah. Well, listen,
1: as far as quarterbacks concerned, that's going to be if they change coaches. If it's going to be the same coaches, they're not going to change. I mean, they've they've invested in this guy. And they're going to ride with them one way or the other, for better or for worse. But, again, I think that's still to be determined. People are asking those questions about what's going to happen with the staff. I do think the next two weeks matter. I don't see how you can possibly stay pat if you don't make the playoffs and you have a losing record, considering the schedule you played this year, which was as light as I can ever remember. And I've been here all my life. So, And next I mean, year the
13: schedule is going to be tough.
1: Oh, sure. Look at the divisions they're playing next year. NFC East. And the AFC West, okay. Good luck with that. So, yeah,
13: <laughs> good luck with that. If you still got car in there, good luck with that. But if you, <laughs> I mean, if, I mean, look, if you cast a quarterback, you know, I think you should have a veteran quarterback to teach the rookie quarterback to come in and and, and sit on the bench, maybe one a year, two years, so he can learn the system. And then when he learns the system, then, you know, you can deal with the veteran quarterback being gone. I don't think Derek Carr is going to teach anybody anything. uh, What I'm saying? I don't think he can teach anybody because his temper is too short and he fusses at the players when he makes the mistakes. And, you know, it's kind of like they shouldn't have never got him in
1: my book completely understand no and appreciate you listening and appreciate the call too and uh merry christmas to you and yours you here
13: merry christmas to you too all right buddy
1: thank and you too Ted
2: daniels
1: thank you sir <laughs> thank you all right bless you man right. bye-bye appreciate thank you bye-bye. so much for the call uh, the frustration is real it's understandable and look there's blame to be passed everywhere and Carr deserves blame but he doesn't deserve all the blame their offensive line just isn't good the receivers have been adequate but not good enough. And the running back position, with all due respect, hasn't been that. Here's what I'm looking at with Alvin Kamara. And I still think he's a good player. I just don't think he's the same player. When you get the ball to him in space, how many times is he making guys miss now?
2: You know what, Kenny? Alvin Kamara is still a quality NFL back. I, I understand what you're saying. Right. And I understand exactly what you're getting at, okay? And I think there's some truth to that. But you've gotta have guys on the perimeter who scare the living heck out of other teams. Go back and look at the, look in the NFL right now. It's an offensive game. If you look at the top nine teams in the NFL, the top nine in yards per game, all of them for the most part are gonna be playoff teams. One of them might miss, and I don't wanna go down the whole list, but if you go over that list, the top nine in yards per game, they're all playoff teams. You've gotta score, you've gotta move the football. And in a league where scoring is down, a team that can come back and put points on the board is, is, a, is a team that, that is really at a premium and and you've got to have those guys mm-hmm. but you've got to you've got to make a concerted effort to say you know what if a guy maybe doesn't fit my metric yeah but he can make all kinds of people miss it might be a guy i want to consider
1: yeah listen i mean if you go through it all sean payton had Devery henderson when he got here and he turned it on uh, he 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 turned he flipped the switch, and Devery Henderson became the ultimate deep threat, led the NFL in yards per catch not once but twice. Then he got Robert Meacham, who could flat out get deep and run. So now you had two guys like that, plus you had Reggie Bush, who was that home run guy, okay? Then, as you mentioned, they had Graham and Sproles. So for about a decade period there, they had exactly what you're talking about. And then they also had really good players to – supplement that like marcus colston and lance moore and pierre thomas they had a bunch of weapons and they had a great quarterback mm-hmm. and then they even had ted Ginn, who could take the top off of defenses and open things up for others too so yes. you know so they've had those guys they got rashid shaheed right now and i'm high on the guy i think the guy's, def- guy's a huge asset i mean look he can run by anybody uh, again But with pure speed, he's ranked second fastest guy in the league to Tyreek Hill. And he's that type of guy. He's not Tyreek Hill yet, but he's that type of guy. And clearly, he can take the top off a defense and get deep on you. But he's also a guy you ought to be able to throw the ball to in space and smoke screens and such and try to let him do stuff on the perimeter because he's got that kind of speed. But I, I just don't see the consistency of the play or the consistency of the play calling. I, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you explain Taysom Hill getting, what, four touches in two games? Mm-hmm. I mean, when the numbers are clear, when he touches the football, they have success. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm just trying to – I'm trying to understand where they're going with this and how they, how they go about the touches things. Kamara didn't have touches in the last game. If you consider him to be that guy, then he's got to have more touches. I mean, that's, that's me, Jimmy Graham. Doesn't even get a target after he caught a touchdown pass in three straight games. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it seems to me you've got to incorporate people uh, that can make a difference for you and make plays. So, as I started with, I think it's a combination of the players not being good enough and the coaching not being good enough. I think it's both. I really do. Of course, Yeah. now, now you've got, before we get to break, Tampa Bay playing Jacksonville tomorrow. Is Trevor Lawrence playing? He's still in protocol, last I checked. If Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, Tampa Bay's winning that game. And if Tampa Bay wins that game, they're going to they're going to win the division because they got Carolina in the final week. And Carolina will have nothing to play for. And I don't think there's any way they're beating Tampa Bay. So, the Saints can win both games and still not make it if Tampa Bay is able to win against Jacksonville.
2: No, they probably they, they probably they probably won't make it. I mean, you know, look, I mean you, you're going to have to count on, on uh, Carolina beating Tampa Bay in the last game, right? Unless Jacksonville beats them this week. Yeah, unless so, Jack- Yes,
1: because the Saints played Tampa Bay. I mean, if, if Jacksonville beats Tampa Bay tomorrow, then you're back in a tie with them and you play Tampa Bay the next week. So you control your own destiny again if Jacksonville wins. But that's the only way you control your own destiny. Hey, if Jacksonville wins... They're handing the Saints a tremendous present because now the Saints just have to beat Tampa Bay and Atlanta, and they're in. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. again, you're depending on others now because you couldn't get it well, done. Well,
2: also, also, too, you're depending on the Saints to do something that they haven't done all year, and that's string together two quality wins.
1: Right, right. And then, look, anybody that saw the game, you know, the other night, I mean, watching that game you know, between the Saints and the Rams, uh, the score was one thing; the game was another. Uh, the game was Correct. not clo- the game was not close. Correct. I mean, come on! You know the Saints scored in the fourth quarter. Give them credit. And all this stuff about and I heard this from a few people. Oh, give them credit; they didn't quit. What the hell is that? Of course, you didn't quit. You know, you're not supposed to quit. I mean, it's a game. You're competing. You're professional. I mean, I mean, don't you get tired of hearing that? I mean, I, oh, you know I do. I'm, it's ridiculous. Let me ridiculous. tell you
2: what. I'm, I'm, I'm so tired quit. of hearing so. So many things. I mean, it's just like, give me a break. Look, we've watched this for 15 games. Yeah. We we know what we know what it is. Yes. All right? Let's, yep, let's who not, they are. Let, let's not pretend about something else. We know no. what it is.
1: It's who they are.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's I mean, clear as, come on.
1: It's clear as day. We were waiting, 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 gave them the benefit of the doubt, but it's who they Thank are. Thank you. And all the stuff about the momentum and what we're finally seeing it, Uh, You got a dose of reality. Let's not forget, they played the Panthers and the Giants, and they're no good. End of story. So, play a team that's better. You see what happens. 504-260-1061 to join us. A timeout here. The Pelicans back in action against Houston this evening. We'll talk about that and more when we continue with more of the Three Tailgaters Show here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com.
5: 720 736-6158 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-736-6158. That's 800-736-6158. What do you have to lose? Call 800-736-6158. Again, 800-736-6158.
4: People who come to Cricket stay with Cricket, just like our customer, Jaren.
6: I'm the singer and guitarist in a band, and I use my Cricket phone for everything. It's basically like another band member.
4: Don't miss a single beat. Switch today and get a free Samsung Galaxy A14 5G. Smile, you're on Cricket.
6: Real customer paid for testimonial must bring your number to Cricket on up to a $60 a month voice plan depending on device. Select models only while supplies last. First month service charge and tax due at sale. Cricket 5G requires a compatible device and is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See store for details.
2: Ho, 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 ho.
6: Warmest wishes for a joyous holiday season and happy new year from your friends at 1061 Nash Icon and Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyers.
10: Always night pads are designed for a perfect night's sleep. So you can do your bear-hugging-a-pillow thing, your free-falling starfish thing, your burritoed-in-a-blanket with the AC blasting thing. While Always Night Pads with Rapid Dry do their we've got your back with fast absorbency and up to 10 hours of protection thing. So while your period's doing its own thing, Always lets you do your sleep thing. Shop for Always in store or online, wherever you get your pads. Dash
4: into JCPenney for last-minute holiday savings. Finish your list with a little extra sparkle. Jewelry is up to 70% off after coupon. Looking for something cozy? Candles, velvet plush throws, and more start at only 7 dollars Score thousands of doorbusters on popular brands like Adidas, Champion, Disney, and Carter's. Enjoy fast and free same-day pickup until 3 p.m. Christmas Eve. Ready in less than two hours. JCPenney, make your holidays count. Offers valid on select styles through so 1224. Exclusions apply. Doorbusters excluded from coupon See store or jcp.com for details.
0: This is your weekly forum for genuine substantive talk with a focus on fairness and facts time to share your passion on the three tailgater show here on one Oh six, one Nash icon, Nash FM and through Crescent call 504-260-1061.
1: Right back to your calls and let's check in now in river Ridge with Jack. Hey Jack, thanks for calling and welcome to the three Joe show.
14: Good morning. Y'all. Um. Uh- have a, uh, Merry Christmas!
1: Same
2: to you. Huh? Same to you, buddy.
14: Uh, uh, guys, before I get to the Saints, I, I want to go old man on the porch because that's where I am. You know, I, I used to I used to really look forward to the bowl games, but I, I was looking through. You know, you know, the opt out for the bowl games. Mm-hmm. Coastal Carolina of all teams has twenty five guys opting out. Of, you know that are in the portal. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, mm-hmm. I really. Anyway, it's just a lot less fun to watch them than
2: they used to be. No doubt. Well, you know, you know what? There's too many bowl games too, Jack. There, there's that too. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. way too many bowl games. Look, when the New Orleans Bowl came into existence, what was that? Two thousand? Kenny, two thousand one? Something like that. Whenever the New Orleans Bowl started, I think they were the twentieth or twenty-first bowl. And now there's double that. There's too many bowl games, but you know what? ESPN owns a lot of these bowl games, okay. and you know what it's about? It's about programming. That's
14: all. Right. Oh no, you know, I guess if I have to choose, I guess I'd rather watch the third string on Coastal Carolina play than another Christmas
2: special. So I, I'm going to take that back. And that's why. Um, and that's why ESPN created the bowl games. Yeah. yeah. But yep. But guys,
14: get to the, get, get to the Saints. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of giving this phone call, but I, I, I'll do it again. Um, look, do you believe that when Sean Payton left here that he thought he left a good roster, or, or think a roster he could win a title with, or that he left a viable quarterback on the
2: roster? Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. You got exactly to the point, and that's what I've been saying for months. Thank you. Sean Payton is a smart guy. He knew he looked out on the horizon and he didn't see sunshine. That's why he's not here anymore. Thank you very much. You got exactly to the point.
14: I mean, as good as coach he is, he is and all things, I don't know. I know some Saints fans that hate him. It's kind of like LSU fans who hate Saban. I'm sorry. He brought you the only success that you've ever known, so you, you, you can't hate him for that. But he, he obviously made some mistakes, but he knew what the roster looked like because um, that game the other night was a, was a perfect example of, of, of two different roads that were chosen. The Saints and the Rams were competitors in virtually the same situation, uh, uh, you know, when the Rams won that Super Bowl. When Breeze left, the Saints could no longer compete for a championship. But I'm sorry, the, the, the Saints... Uh, front office, continued on with, look, guys, you only have two choices. Either they really don't know what they're looking at or they just don't care. They just wanted to, to, uh, to put, you know, put blinders over the fans and say we're going to be competitive. Those are your only choices. <laughs> so um, are they incompetent or, or, or were they just trying to fool fans just enough to keep people in the seats till Mickey decides to retire?
2: <laughs> uh, well, I,
1: I think they're trying to compete i just don't think yeah, they're doing I do it the too. right way i don't think I do they're too i don't think they're worried it's not all about no. people in the seats they're trying to win they just they're trying to right. win that's yeah, it they're
2: trying they're trying look they're trying to let's give them credit okay they're trying to thread the needle they're trying to rebuild and win while you rebuild all right and that is a hard thing to do it is a very hard thing to do. That's what they're trying to do. And I think they're trying to do their very best. But look, it's a hard thing to do. And at some point, you may just have to arrive at the conclusion that it can't be done. That's all I'm saying.
14: And also, and look, I know my place once again. I'm an idiot calling a talk show, and Mickey's a multi millionaire. Anybody who watches football could look at this roster and say, it's getting older. You can't keep extending their contracts. You can't. They're not pets. At some point, you know, look, Belichick's going through it, his own problems, but, it, you know, he got to, he realized he, you can't pay everybody, and he would get rid of guys that he – that's the way it has to be done because cause you can't pay everybody. And, 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 and that now they got, you know, the heart and soul of this team are guys that they still owe money to okay, and that they can't get rid of. Please tell me how that's confidence.
1: Well, yeah, they've they've made a lot of bad decisions, okay? That's pretty obvious. And Ed's right. They went for it all, which they should have done with Drew Brees here. They did the right thing. They just didn't get it done. And then they put themselves in a bad position, which is the primary reason why Sean Payton left. And he knew it. Ed's right about that, too. And he coached a 9-8 season out of – his team before he departed but then he left and you know we see what's left now he's not he's not totally without blame for this roster okay he made some decisions oh, no. on some players too but anyone that criticizes him uh, by and large that's ridiculous the guy gave you 15 years 15 years you know and got you to three nfc championship games and won a super bowl and mm-hmm. got you to playoffs all those times won four straight division titles you know mm-hmm. before he departed in the last year he didn't so, I don't know what else you want a guy to do. I mean, you know, it's a lifetime deal. Bill Belichick stuck it out in New England. How's that working out? You know what I mean? I mean, the bottom line is uh, there is probably a point in time for everybody to move on. And
14: right, but I mean, when, Coach when, did he, that. when he was
1: – I'm sorry.
7: Go ahead, Go ahead.
14: So I was going to say, he, I realize the last few years have been really hard on him, and some people mm-hmm. say it's just because of Brady. He made some bad personnel decisions. Sure did. But, I mean – for a, for the long stretch of time when he was really good, sometimes he got rid of players because he couldn't afford them anymore, and he drafted and he was drafted better at the time, so he could make up for it. He he didn't mm-hmm. draft so well last few years. But guys, the the, the, uh, the other point I want to make about the Rams was the Rams made the grown up decision. Okay, after they won the Super Bowl, they pared down their roster this year. I, I think I was I was I think somebody I was listening to ESPN this, uh, yesterday morning. They've no. gotten rid of seventy million dollars worth of salary cap. Okay? That's right, and
1: they're and they're a younger team now.
14: Right, and they're going in the only direction you can. Um, um, you know, y- y'all were talking about Kamara. A- as you know, you just can't if you're paying a quarterback, you can't pay a running back fifteen to sixteen million dollars a year. Fortunately, for like the 49ers, they don't have that problem. They're not paying their quarterback anything, right? So they can right. the, they can afford those luxuries. Yep, but um. But but anyway, I I really think you know I think Sean was running the show. I think Mickey was along for the ride. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. And I also think I think I've told y'all this before, guys. I really think that the only reason Sean didn't leave the the year you know right when Breeze left because. Of I think he would, have, you know, it would have been at bad optics. I really think that's the yeah. only reason, you know. Because and look, Dennis Allen keeps showing you he doesn't have any faith in Jameis Winston. I
1: mean, so no. none much, none whatsoever. Yep, right.
14: Yep. So, but guys, absolutely, thank you I Jack. Thank call. you.
1: Appreciate you. Right. Merry Christmas to you and yours, buddy. Thank you. You too. All right, we'll take a brief timeout. Back in just a moment with more of the Three Tailgaters Show here on Nash Icon one oh six one FM and at NashFM 1061com com.
10: Broadcasting from the
6: Dudley-DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studios. Official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints.
3: Call 444-4444.
0: Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the Allstate Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger the college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans & Company.
12: With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. That's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason.
7: These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product
8: is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
3: What's up? (sighs) I'm tired of feeling so bloated. That used to be me. Then I got this. Align Bloating Relief Plus Food Digestion. A probiotic, right?
4: Yeah, it works naturally with your gut to help soothe occasional bloating and gas. Plus, it has vitamin B12 to aid digestion by helping convert food to cellular energy. Two benefits, one capsule.
7: Align Bloating Relief Plus Food Digestion. From the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Learn more at alignprobiotics.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Does your vehicle have over 75,000 miles? Get maximum high-mileage engine protection with SynTech Full Synthetic High-Mileage Motor Oil, exclusively at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get five parts of SynTech High-Mileage and a MicroGuard Select Oil Filter for just $34.99. Limit supply. Ask for SynTech High-Mileage at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
6: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto
5: Parts. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan.
6: Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to Hymns.com joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to Hymns.com joy. That's him slash joy. Do you have over $10,000 in credit
7: card debt? If you're feeling the financial impact with unprecedented economic challenges, Debt Blue is here for you. With Debt Blue's success guarantee, you pay nothing unless your debt is reduced or completely resolved. I'm just living sky high right now. I'm very thankful for it, and the team at Debt Blue are phenomenal. They're able to work with you. They're great. Call for your free debt resolution information now. 800-200-6895. 800-200-6895.
8: Hey, this is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking with hypnosis. Hypnosis eliminated my desire for soda and fast food, made me want to exercise, and I lost 60 pounds in six months. My energy level exploded. I went to another session to deal with some other problem foods, and I lost another 10 pounds. In fact, I brought my husband, and he lost weight, and his cholesterol and blood pressure improved. My friend lost 20 pounds her first two months.
6: Oh my, what are you waiting for? Join Mark Patrick's seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed. Early bird special, only $49.99. Hypnosis designed to destroy unwanted cravings, late-day eating binges, boredom eating, and stress eating. That's right, seminars Sunday, January 7th at the Holiday Inn Covington in Covington. Weight loss seminar, 11 a.m. Stop smoking seminar, 2 p.m. And Monday, January 8th at the Holiday Inn New Orleans Airport North, and IHG hotel in Kenner. Weight loss seminar, 5.30 p.m. Stop smoking seminar, 8 p.m. Register markpatrickseminars.com. Don't be shy.
0: Join in the conversation with Ken and Ed on the three tailgaters show on 106.1 NASH ICON, NASH FM 1061com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call now 504-260-1061.
1: New Orleans Bowl, of course, debuted in 2001, just to go back to that. And, of course, Looking at the New Orleans Pelicans, they've got the Houston Rockets in town here this evening, coming off of a good road win at Cleveland, 123 to 104. Zion Williamson did not play in that game. By the way, I do want to mention this. Trevor Lawrence is cleared concussion protocol just released, and so he will be with the Jaguars in Tampa Bay tomorrow, assuming he'll play, and that obviously could make a difference in that game. But Williamson didn't play the other night, non-COVID illness. Expect he'll be back. Uh, Obviously, Trey Murphy stepped into the void, was terrific. You know, Trey was just great, 28 points and 10 of 14 from the field and, you know, just shot the three great. He's a, he's a superb player. And uh, I will say this. I, I, I've been saying this. I said this back in the summer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you keep Trey Murphy out of the starting lineup. With all due respect to Herb Jones, he's a terrific defender. He's still not really an offensive threat. Trey Murphy's too good. To be coming off the bench and playing twenty two minutes, twenty four minutes. I mean, he's six eight. He can shoot. He's expanded his game to where he can get to the paint and either score or get fouled. And he's long defensively in defense. I just I don't know how you keep this guy on the bench. I really don't.
2: Yeah. Well, I I think the one thing I would say is that if you if you want a guy to come off the bench as a sub, I think you're looking for a guy who's more offensive minded, don't you? If you had to choose between the two, but I'm he's too, asking. he's a third year player. He's too good to be coming off the bench at this
1: stage of his career. Show me, mm-hmm. show me a guy with those kind of abilities. Okay. That's I'm six, not, the, I'm I'm not disagreeing the with you.
2: Out, okay? I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make sense of it. Okay. Yeah. I'm not I got disagreeing it. With you. I'm just trying to make sense of it. That's all you,
1: you want the shooter off the bench. That's Jordan Hawkins. Okay. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. just saying, and I love Herb Jones. Don't get me wrong. He should play and should play a lot. And you can play both of them in certain matchups, uh, especially when Williamson struggles to defend. But the fact is, this guy, when he gets minutes, this is what he does. I mean, you know, he's 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 that talented. And when you envision a starting lineup with him to go along with Valanciunas and McCollum and Ingram and Williamson, man, that's some serious firepower.
2: Oh, no doubt. I mean, they can they can score. I mean, Trey Murphy. You saw that thirty-one footer he put up the other yes. night. Yes. Yes. Holy smoke. That was unbelievable. I also
1: see him dunking, okay, and I see him finishing in the paint. So, uh, you know, you can't just run him off the three-point line anymore. He's expanded his game. He's better in that regard. And, again, I love Herb Jones. Najee Marshall's been consistent off the bench, solid. Robinson Earl did a good job the other night. I'd like to see him get any minutes that maybe Zeller was getting because Zeller just hadn't given him much of anything. And Alvarado is still Alvarado. You know, he'll give you a boost and hustle off the bench and do some good things for you. And whether it's Murphy or Jones, you've got a good player there coming off the bench. And if you go any deeper, it's Hawkins. So they have that. We're still waiting on Nance to come back. So I think they have some depth. I know they have firepower. They just have to learn how to finish games. This is a team that's 17-12, and 12, and of those 12 losses, In seven of those games, they had a 10-pointer bigger lead, Ed. Mm. Seven of those losses. They led by double figures and lost. So how much better could this record be? They're that close to being a very high echelon team. Right now, they're sixth in the West. Of course, top six, you avoid the play-in. But the Clippers are a half game ahead of them. The Kings are, what, a, a half game, a game ahead of them. And they've beaten the Kings, what, three times? The Nuggets, the defending champions, and the Thunder tied for second, and Minnesota's number one. So they're close. they got a real shot.
2: Mm-hmm. They do. They do. I, you know, I, I, just, I, I just don't know hap- what happens with this Zion thing. Mm. You know? Yeah, I'm with, you.
1: Huh. Huh. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. Uh, he can uh. score. He can score, but he doesn't rebound a lot, and he doesn't defend very well. But, again... How much value is in that one skill? If he's elite, then there's a ton of value. If he's not, maybe not so much. And if he's healthy, uh, that's another story. If he's not healthy, well, that's, that's an easy decision. But, yep, agreed. He's an asset. He needs to be a big asset, though. We've got to take one final break. Back with a final word in a moment. Three-tailgators show here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at nashfm1061.com.
4: If you want to be treated right,
3: you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron.
4: Everybody knows that.
3: Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron.
4: This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron.
3: I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron.
4: Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie.
0: Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl, New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans and Company.
4: People who come to cricket stay with cricket, just like our customer Jaren.
6: I'm the singer and guitarist in a band, and I use my cricket phone for everything. It's basically like another band member. Don't miss
4: a single beat. Switch today and get a free Samsung Galaxy A14 5G. Smile, you're on cricket.
6: Real customer paid for testimonial must bring your number to cricket on up to a $60 a month voice plan depending on device. Select models only while supplies last. First month service charge and tax to its sale. Cricket 5G requires a compatible device and is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See store for details.
8: There's no gift that's more beautiful, more versatile, and more meaningful than a beautiful piece of jewelry. And there's no better place to shop than Diamonds Direct, where making memorable moments is our specialty. Last minute shopper, relax. This holiday season, we've put together our most impressive selection of can't miss gifts you can get today. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands for every taste and every price range. And don't miss our amazing collection of Swiss timepieces, including pre-owned Rolex watches you can't find anywhere else. Need more insight? inspiration? Check out our online gift guide and even chat with a virtual assistant at DiamondsDirect.com. Ask about flexible financing options as well. Connect with Diamonds Direct and let us help you choose that perfect headliner gift at the absolute best value price. Get all the details, special showroom hours, and lots of ideas now at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue next to Lakeside Mall, proud partner of Tulane Athletics and proud to call the big easy home. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion
1: top service locally owned outstanding deals conveniently located professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first that describes the experience at premier automotive group where you'll find the best prices anywhere on toyota honda nissan chrysler dodge jeep ram and kia premier automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee visit my friend troy duhan at one of his outstanding dealerships toyota of new orleans premier chrysler jeep Dodge, ram fiat and premier honda in new orleans premier nissan in metairie and premier kia in kenner
0: We're winding down on the Three-Tail show at 504-260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels.
1: Men blow a lead, a double-digit lead, lose to George Mason in basketball yesterday. LSU men beat Lamar. UNO loses to Ohio State. Uh, the disappointing loss for Tulane. And just when you think you're ready to embrace them, it uh, doesn't happen. That's a bad loss at home when you're up double digits and lose that game. And LSU, yeah. you know, just a mixed bag. Uh, UNO overmatched at Ohio State. So, you know. I guess not a whole lot to be excited about with men's basketball.
2: Well, I think the only team that has a chance to make any kind of noise in March is probably Tulane, but I, I don't know if they're good enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think the, think the same way you do uh, about that. Of course, women's play different with LSU. They'll be, they'll be in the mix, uh, certainly, uh, come tournament time with the team that they have on hand. And Merry Christmas. It's been a pleasure, my friend.
2: Same here. Merry Christmas to you and everyone else, Kenny. We really appreciate everyone.
1: Merry Christmas to Rudy Dixon, who does a great job for us you as well. Back. Of course, uh, we appreciate all, each and every one of you. Be back next week. We're going to take off the weekend, take off Monday, and be back next week. So, until next time, for Ed, I'm Ken. Thanks for joining us. Be a good sport, and God bless you, one and all. We are rounding
0: third and heading home. So long. Thanks for listening to the Three Tailgator Show on 106.1 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgator Show was presented by